Hey guys, this is Craig, and I'd like to welcome you to the Rebel Soul Syndicate. Thanks for hanging out with me on the podcast, man. I really appreciate uh, you spending your time here. So, yeah, thanks for joining me. A couple of quick things before we head into the conversation. If you don't follow the Rebel Soul Syndicate on Facebook and Instagram, I really want to encourage you to do that. Or if you haven't connected with me on one of those social media platforms, I'd love to encourage you, man, to find me on Facebook, find me on Instagram. On Instagram, I'm Craig K. Hostetler, and there's also the Rebel Soul Syndicate. And then on Facebook, just Craig Hostetler. And there's a Rebel Soul Syndicate um, like page as well. I would love, 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 love if you would go and follow me on those platforms. Reach out to me. Connect with me. Let me know that you're there. Yeah, it would, it would mean a ton to me. I love just connecting, knowing that you're there. So, yeah, do that, man. And whenever you follow or whatever comment or send me a DM and let me know that you followed. That would be really awesome. So I hope that you'll do that. Um, yeah, it, um, it's just a way of being connected. Also, if you would, you dig the podcast or you, you listen to an episode that you like particularly well, please share that on your social media platforms as well. I don't do any advertising or anything like that. So the only way the podcast grows is when you share it with your friends and your, and your family and stuff like that. Also, what? Oh, um, I just started a brand new podcast. If you're interested, I've got a brand new podcast separate from this one called The Empowered Male. And it is about masculinity. It's about being a man. It's about uh, all that kind of stuff. And so if you're interested in that, if that's something that appeals to you, check out The Empowered Male podcast. Episode one just came out yesterday. And so... um, yeah, would love for you to be a part of that as well. Um, I think it's really going to be something helpful and beneficial. And uh, yeah, so the male, let's see, the Empowered Male uh, podcast. And you can also find the Empowered Male on Instagram. And there is a private group on Facebook. So I would love for you to connect with those um, platforms as well. So the Empowered Male podcast came out, yeah, again, yesterday, episode one is up and running. And, you know, it was just kind of this thing that I felt really kind of led and called to do to speak speak to basically to my brothers, right? And to kind of come against so much of the junk that's on the internet. You know, it's interesting because um, there's a lot of vibes out there about masculinity. Some of those are, you know, masculinity is toxic. And then some of those are like, this is how you be a man, right? And there'll be this commercial of guys like fucking punching each other and crawling under barbed wire, you know, and doing all this kind of stuff. And then there'll be other things about, you know, Uh, This is how you be a man, and it's really more of how you be a female, quite frankly. And so there's just a lot of, I think that there's just a lot of, oh man, what's the word I'm looking for? There's just a lot of, ah, I hate to use the word toxicity because it it gets blended so often with masculinity, but there's just a lot of really horrible examples out there of what it means to be male. And so... I thought I'd throw my hat in the ring as well. So the Empowered Male Podcast, I'd love for you to check that out. If you do, please hit me up and let me know what you thought of it or uh, what you'd like to hear discussed on that platform as well. Yeah, so let's jump into the conversation today, man. You know, I've had a lot of conversations lately about individuality and how individuality is blended with being a believer, right, in Christ. 
um, how things like magic are blended with being a believer in Christ, how things like um, pursuing your own ambitions, your own desires, or your own personal happiness, which is a really big one with me right now, how that can be blended with Christ. And so I'd really like to talk about that just for a moment, because one of the interesting things that I that I find within the evangelical setting is the idea of everybody has to be just like this, right? And individuality or diversity is very cookie cutter in that sphere of influence. And so there isn't a lot of room for individuality within the evangelical Christian mindset. Everybody sort of has to line up with this icon or this symbol of what it means to be a good Christian and they do. And individuality is, is really lost, right? That's why the music sucks so bad in the Christian industry, because everybody thinks they have to sound exactly the same. And so what you end up getting is like, um, you know, 100 million bands that sound just like whoever the current um, model for that sound may be. And so Christian music is just incredibly boring many times. Sometimes there's, there, are, there are standouts, but many times it's incredibly boring. It's, con it's, it's canned and it's very vanilla, right? And I think that a lot of times that transposes into other areas where being a good Christian means you do this. Maybe you read the Bible for, for X amount of time a day, or you pray a certain amount of time a day, or everybody likes this preacher, or everybody likes this church. And it seems to be very cookie cutter, and nobody has what is the intention, which is a dynamic relationship with God. And I want you to think about that. Because when you think about all the relationships that you have in your life, when you think about all the interactions with the different people you have in your life and the different roles that you place um, in your relationships, are all of those exactly the same or is there an intense amount of diversity to those relationships? Fuck yeah, there's a tense amount of diversity in those relationships. To, to someone, you might be a husband or a wife, and the relationship between a husband and, and a wife has its own diversity, and there are, um, there are activities that occur within that relationship that are um, singular to that relationship. And if those activities were to occur in other relationships that you have, Sometimes they would be illegal, right? Sometimes they would be um, inappropriate. Other times they would be horrific. That's because there is an intense amount of diversity and, and individuality in the relationship between a husband and a wife. The relationship between a father or a mother and their children also has a lot of diversity, a lot of uniqueness, a lot of individual activities that are singular to that relationship because there's a dynamic there, there's an individuality there, there's an intensity there. The relationship has right its own individual qualities and those qualities are important and the same thing would be between a person between friends you know a friendship between a brother and sister or a sister and a sister or a brother and a brother between cousins whatever the case may be every single relationship has its own um sense of individuality connected to it right it is unique in its own way yeah, remember that. It's unique in its own way. And the reason that that matters is because when it comes to our relationship with divinity, our relationship with divinity is going to be unique in its own way because the relationship is between the divine and us. 
And because we are individuals and because God perceivably is an individual, the relationship has its own uniqueness to it. It has its own dynamic to it. And that uniqueness and that dynamic is going to be different than everybody else's uniqueness and dynamic. So when you try to cookie cutter this relationship with the divine and make it look like everybody else's or make everybody else's look like yours, you've got a disaster. You have an absolute mess in that situation because that was never the intention. It was never supposed to be like everybody else's. It's supposed to be individualized. It's supposed to be, and this is why whenever people talk about, I don't know how you can blend witchcraft and magic. Well, you don't have to know that. It isn't your space to know that. I don't need you to know it. I don't need you to understand it. I don't even need you to accept it. It doesn't matter what you think about it. What matters is the relationship that I have with the divine and and how that blends into that relationship. I don't give a fuck what you think about that. It doesn't matter to me how you feel about the, well, I don't see how this blends. Well, I don't see how you can be into manifestation and also a Christian. Why don't you just pray about the things you want instead of going through the mind work that you go through? It doesn't matter what you think about it. It doesn't matter how you rationalize it. It doesn't matter how you perceive it because it's not your individual relationship. And this is what is so, I think, difficult for so many people is we take a book like the Bible and we say, all right, this is the concrete. This is the foundation. Well, where does that idea come from? Where does that set of rules come from? What happened to relationship? What happened to gnosis? What happened to receiving word from a word from God in your own flesh and in your own spirit and in your own soul? What happened to everybody needs to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? Do you know what a personal relationship looks like? Well, there's dynamic to that. There's diversity to that. There's individuality to that. And those relationships individually from, from person to person, right? They're all going to be different. They're going to have different uh, dynamics to them, different diversities to them, different uh, uh, ways that the divine is going to deal with people uh, based on where they've been and what they've been through, what kind of healing they need to have. There's always going to be this intensity of diversity to every single individual's relationship with the divine. So every time we try to create this cookie cutter situation where everybody's got to be just like me, everybody's got to do it just the way I do it, everybody's got to read the Bible exactly the way I read it, everybody's got to interpret it exactly the way I interpret it, that was never the intention. That was never, ever the purpose. In the um, Hebrew culture, they have something called Midrash, And Midrash is the actual argument from person to person about the way that they interpret scripture. It's always been a part of this religion that so many of you hold near and dear to your hearts. It's always been a part of that Midrash. It's always been, how do you view it? How do you see it? What does it mean to you in a personal way? And then you come into uh, evangelical Christianity and everybody has to read it the way I read it. Everybody has to interpret it the way that I interpret it. Everybody has to live it the way that I live it. No, they don't. They absolutely do not. You're wrong about that. Or the people around you that are saying, you got to live it like I live it. They're wrong about that. And what we really need to do is we need to apprehend. We need to apprehend our spirituality. 
We need to apprehend it. We need to seize it. We need to claim it. We need to make it our own. This is mine, not yours. This is my belief system. This is my individual walk with the divine. This is my individual struggling and wrestling with who, the, who is God and, and what is God and how does he look like and what do I believe about hell and what do I believe about salvation and what do I believe about sin. Those are things that each individual person needs to wrestle with themselves and come to a strong conviction on their own, not through some stupid organization or some ridiculous pastor in a suit somewhere or jeans and, and whatever the hell they're wearing nowadays, right? I haven't been to church in a long time and I don't intend to go back. So I think I'm not going to go back. So I think that what we have to realize is that every single person has their own individualized thing occurring with the divine. And some of that manifests in, in outright atheism. Now, maybe they, maybe they change at some point. Maybe they come back around. I would, I would hope so. But I certainly understand the need after, after abuses have occurred. I understand the need for that separation for a bit. The point is, it's an individualized process. And we need to give people back their individuality in their relationship with the divine. We need to give people back the power of gnosis, the power of revelation, the power of a personal interaction with God. Instead of trying, here's what we believe, here's the doctrinal statement, here's what the church thinks, all that kind of stuff. Don't, don't buy into that. I want you to set yourself free. I want you to set yourself free from the conformity of religion. Set yourself free from it, man and develop your own dynamics, your own diversities, your own belief system in your pursuit and in your struggle and in your wrestling to discover who the divine is and what he means to you in, in your life. All right, guys, that's it, man. Thanks so much for hanging out with me on the podcast. I sincerely appreciate it. I would absolutely love to hear from you today. So jump on Instagram, man. Find the Rebel Soul Syndicate. Craig K. Hostetler, right? I'm mostly active on, on Instagram. I don't know. It's, it's my jam for sure. And then um, the Empowered Mail. Go follow all three of those accounts. Hit me up. Let me know you're on there, man. Have a great day, guys. Blessings. Done. Done. <laughs>